you are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 4th of December. What are we really asking out of Donovan Mitchell? And David Locke says, yeah, that's me. It's going to be a tussle to make the playoffs. What does that really mean? It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked On Jazz. Pow! How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. This is Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you insight, expertise, geeky numbers, all the fun stuff on a daily podcast called Locked On Jazz. You can get it on Apple Podcasts or whatever you get, grab your podcast. Tell your smart speaker to play podcast Locked On Jazz. All right, thanks a lot for tuning in today. Today's show is brought to you by Murdoch Hyundai. I get to try the brand new Santa Fe. I'm very excited. Um, brought to you by Mazuma USA and brought to you by Homie. Uh, new sponsor on the program. I get to tell you about the people of Homie. All right, so... I may be offline here. This may be a reaction to the people of Twitter. Uh, At the same time, I feel like some of the people of Twitter, I respect a great deal um, and aren't just like loud voices of Twitter screaming and yelling, but are pretty well thought out people. And I think it's worth taking a second to try to figure out what we're asking out of Donovan Mitchell. So what I've done is I went through the last 30 years of the NBA, going back to the 88-89 season, which really actually then is 31 years, probably should go back, and actually, yeah, should go back to the 89-90 season, and found players who in their second year in the NBA averaged 20 points or more, and then looked to see, did they have another scorer, and... Did they win? 20 points, I think, is an important number, not just the team's leading score, because 20 points implies a certain level of burden that you're carrying in the offense. So there are 30 players who've done this over the last 31 years, if you count Kevin Johnson. Of those 30 players, most of them had another guy leading the way. So Kevin Johnson, we eliminate. He had Tom Chambers and Eddie Johnson. Mitch Richmond, we eliminate. He had Chris Mullen. Tim Hardaway, we eliminate. He had Chris Mullen and Mitch Richmond. Larry Johnson, we eliminate. He had Alonzo Mourning. Okay? The uh, Jamal Mashburn had Jimmy Jackson. They still only won 36 games. Anthony Hardaway had Shaq. Glenn Robinson had Vin Baker. Juwan Howard had Chris Webber. Jerry Stackhouse had Allen Iverson. Keith Van Horn had Stephon Marbury lockout short year. Dwayne Wade, 2004-05, won 59 games. He had Shaq at his prime. He had Shaq. Blake Griffin had Chris Paul. Dame Lillard won 54 games, had LaMarcus Aldridge. So how many second-year players in the last 30 years in the NBA averaging 20 points a game as the lead guy without another score won 50 games in the NBA. 
maybe, maybe one. Maybe. The 1993-94 Golden State Warriors, Latrell Sprewell averaged 20 games, Chris Weber averaged 18, Chris Mullen averaged 17, and Billy Owens averaged 15th, and they won 50, and he was playing with two other Hall of Famers. Like, I'm not sure I'm really willing to go with Weber at 18 and Mullen at 17 as not having another scorer. But, by definition of what I designed, second-year player, leads team in scoring, 20 points a game, Latrell Sprewell in 93-94 won 50 games. The other people who won 50 games were Kevin Johnson, he had Tom Chambers and Eddie Johnson. Anthony Hardaway had Shaq, averaging 29 points a game. Dwayne Wade had Shaq, averaging 23 points a game. Dame Lillard had LaMarcus Aldridge at 54, had LaMarcus Aldridge winning, winning 23 games. Blake Griffin's uh, lockout team probably was on pace to 50. Okay, that's eye-opening in itself. There have been five players out of 30 in the last 30 years that have won 50 games with a second-year player as their leading scorer at 20 points or more. Kevin Johnson had Tom Chambers and Eddie Johnson. He was their third leading scorer. Sprewell had Weber and Mullen, two Hall of Famers. Hardaway had the MVP and Shaq. Wade had Shaq. Lillard had LaMarcus Aldridge. There's your five, and then Blake Griffin had Chris Paul. What are we asking? Now let's dig in a little bit on who had a winning record. Tim Hardaway in 1991, except for the fact that he had Mullen in Richmond. Larry Johnson, but he had Alonzo Mourning. Grant Hill. 95-96, Grant Hill, Hall of Famer, had Allen Houston averaging 19.7. Next was Otis Thorpe and Joe Dumars, Hall of Famer. They won 46 games. 1999-2000, Vince Carter did it. They won 45 games with Tracy McGrady as his second score. Legit, that one works. Okay, we got one. Vince Carter in 1999-2000 is a green light. Carmelo Anthony, 2004-2005, won 49 games, had three coaches that year. Kenyon Martin was their second scorer. LeBron James had a winning record. With Zadrunas Ilgaskis in the second year. Quite frankly, maybe the best comparison to the Jazz when you look at rosters. They won 42 games in the East. Derek Rose did not have a winning record. They went 500. Derek Rose, you may not rem- may recall, won- wins the MVP the next year. Luel Dang averaged 18th. The offense ranked 27th. That's it. 
So we have four guys, not out of 30 anymore because we eliminated a bunch of people. Four guys in their second year averaging 20 or more points a game without another primary scorer. The Lou Dang's 18 is pretty good for Derrick Rose, but let's go without a primary scorer who had a winning record. Vince Carter, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Derrick Rose, and if you want to go Latrell Sprewell with Chris Webber and Chris Mullen, you can maybe add a fifth, but I think you're faulty if you do that. So we've had four guys lead their team at scoring at 20 points or more in their second year without a second score to be above 500. None of them won 50 games. It's a huge ask. All right, we're going to run through some of the other guys because they're pretty good coming up. Today's show is brought to you by Murdoch Hyundai. I said it earlier, I get to go down to Murdoch today and swap out cars. I've been driving that Chevy Equinox. It's been great. But I talked to Blake the other day, and he's going to make me, make me. He's going to let me uh, drive the brand new Santa Fe. What he's going to do is he's going to make me feel jealous about the car I'm driving compared to the one I just bought because this is the brand new uh, 2019 Santa Fe. You've seen in the commercials. Incredible. I cannot wait. So I will report back for you. Uh, Hyundai's over at 4646 South State Street in Murray. They're also in Logan and Linden. Stop by. If you're in the market for a car and Hyundai's not on your list because you don't know the brand or you don't or you don't quite at least just do me this. Put it on your list. Look at what you can get for your dollar. I think you'll discover the same thing we did that that's the company or that's the that's the buy. Like that's what we did. We went and did the research, looked around, and for what you could get for your dollar figure with all the safety features and everything else, we had a sixteen year old starting to drive. We wanted those safety features. That was super important, all the crash testing, and we bought the Santa Fe. Now I'm gonna go drive the brand new one. I'm gonna you know, have the nicer one. Thank goodness. At least at least my sixteen year old son's not driving the nicest car in the house anymore. That's a little silly around here. It's over at Murdoch Hyundai. Plus, of course, anytime you go to Murdoch, you get the Murdoch guarantee, price match guarantee, return policy, car washes for life, and oil uh, and safety inspection for oil changes and safety inspections for life. So make sure you get that all done at wait, wait a sec, car washes and safety inspections for life, all at Murdoch Hyundai. Today's show is also brought to you by Mazuma USA. If you're a small business owner, one to five employees. Mizuma USA will do your booking. You know what I love is that Anthony Irwin of Lockdown Lakers has started using Mizuma, and I was talking to him the other day. Loves it. In fact, I'm, you'll hear him talk about it because I need to. Ha- I had him uh, share his experiences, but he just says the customer service is amazing um, to every detail. Uh, you get assigned a CPA. You get assigned a bookkeeper. They take care of it. Every month he gets a report on where he stands on things, looks at his finances every quarter, gets a tax call. It's all at MazumaUSA.com. You can go in if you'd like to and put in the promo code LOCKED. You'll start at $75 a month for everything. And if you're a small business owner, you want to be spending your time building your company, not doing your bookkeeping. Trust me, I only wish that, Locked on Podcast Network classified as something I could be using um, for Mizuma USA because it would be a world, it would be a million times better for everyone. Uh, it, otherwise, you, or you can just call them 801 980 2102. That's 801 980 2102 for free consultation. That's Mizuma USA.
let's look at some of these other players who have done recently what we're asking out of Donovan Mitchell. Okay, Devin Booker. He had Eric Bledsoe scoring 21 as well. They won 24 games. Andrew Wiggins in 2015-16 with Cat scoring 19. They won 29 games. Dame, we talked about. He had Aldridge scoring 23. They won 54. That's what we'd like to emulate, but that's, you know, they had Batum and Wesley Matthews scoring 17. Kyrie Irving, pretty darn good player. 2013-14 had nobody else. Deion Waiters and Anderson Vergeau, not a very good team. They won 24 games with him scoring 20 or more. Derrick Rose, we talked about. With Luel Dang, great defense. Vinny Del Negro is their head coach. They won 41 games. Kevin Durant, pretty good guy, pretty good player. Second year, 20-plus points. They won 23 games. He had Westbrook and Green, but they weren't carrying the load then. Rudy Gay, who we'll see tonight with San Antonio in 2007-2008, 22 wins. Marcus or Pau Gasol, pretty good player with him, scored 19. LeBron, we talked about, is one of the success stories. 42 wins with Ilgaskis at 17. Dwayne Wade, 59 with Shaq. Carmelo at 49 with Kenyon Martin. Vince Carter at 45 with Tracy McGrady. Keith Van Horn, 16 games in a 50-win lockout year. With tra- but had Stefan Marbury scoring 23. So that's the last 20 years right there. So first off, it doesn't happen very often. I was counting. Donovan's the 14th guy in 20 years. I want to sure, make sure I'm right on that. Uh, I think so. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 14th guy in 20 years. Four of them had winning records. Two of them, or six of them had winning records. Two of them had fellow leading scores. Okay? Actually, take that back. Seven of them had winning records. Blake in the lockout year. It's hard. The lockout year makes it hard. Okay? Now, there's a whole generation of guys before that. Allen Iverson, 97-98. They win 31 games. He had Derek Coleman. Sharif Abdurrahim, he only had Bryant Reeves. They won 19 games. Antoine Walker had Ron Mercer, who wasn't a leading scorer. He won 36. Damon Stoudemire had Walt Williams. So the guys who didn't have another dog. The guys who didn't have another score. You have... Jerry Stackhouse did it with Allen Iverson. He had another score. Grant Hill got to 46 wins with Allen Houston at 20 points a game, but he was the primary guy. You only have, if you look at this, seventeen guys in 30 years who were the leading scorer without help. 20 points a game or more as a second-year player. And their win totals, 13, 50, Spreewell, 21, 46, Grant Hill, with Allen Houston at 20 points a game, but still the leading guy. Damon Stoudemire, 30, 36, 19, 31. Then we get in some success. Vince Carter, 45, Carmelo, 49, LeBron, 42, 22, 23, 41, Derrick Rose, 
24-29-24. There's only eight guys, seven guys with over 31 wins. Seven guys, 30 years, over 31 wins. 31! And those are Spreewell with two Hall of Famers. Grant Hill, Hall of Famer himself. Antoine Walker with Ron Mercer. Antoine Walker's not a Hall of Famer. Vince Carter, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Derrick Rose, Blake Griffin. All Hall of Famers. Derrick Rose, I don't know if he'll be a Hall of Famer. But an MVP. (laughs) That's what we're asking. Now, as I said to open this, this might be me reacting to Twitter. Maybe everybody realizes this, but but I'm not sure I did. And I think I wish I'd realized what, this a little bit more in the offseason when I was making my projections on this team. Like, I think I missed on that. You know, I did all the research, ran all the numbers, looked at all the trends without Joe Johnson and Rodney Hood, saw all the progression, saw the second half of the season, saw that the first half of the season looked like the second half of the season without them. And frankly... If we could get the defense back to number one, which it's trending better, I think a lot of those things happen anyway. I think this team begins to have that success. But the fact is, this team has to have the defense ranked number one in the NBA or awfully close because what you're asking offensively and out of Donovan is pretty unprecedented. Or at least... The precedent is a Hall of Famer. That's my takeaway from this. One, as I just said, I wish I had done a better job of representing this when the season started to everyone. Like, I think I failed in that regard when I ran my numbers. So for that, my bad. The second thing is the why those numbers all came out that way that our team could be plus 50 wins was number one defense in the NBA. I mean, I think when I had us projected, I had us as the seventh or eighth, you know, offense in the Western Conference, but I had us as the number one defense. But this is eye-opening to me of what we're asking from Donovan, and from the offense, from the team. That you don't have a track record of a player in his second year in the NBA scoring 20 points or more to lead the team in scoring. 20 points is important because of the burden it holds offensively. And having that team win 50 games without having some other 20-point-a-game scorer with him, right? So the guys who won 50 games, Kevin Johnson did it in 88, 89, 31 years ago. He had Tom Chambers and Eddie Johnson. Sprewell won 50 with Weber and Mullen. Hardaway won 50 with Shaq. Wade won 50 with Shaq. Dame won 50 with Aldrich. That's it. And then I'll review it one last time. Winning records, just winning records, 
Hardaway in 90-91 with Mullen Richmond, third leading scorer. Larry Johnson with Alonzo Mourning. Grant Hill as the lead dog without another 20-point-a-game score because Allen Houston was at 19.7. Barely. But let's play with the numbers. That's what we said. Vince Carter, I would say, is totally legit. Carmelo Anthony, totally legit. LeBron James, totally legit. The only and the only three with a winning record. If you don't count Sprewell with Weber and Mullen, the two Hall of Famers. Derek Rose, 500. Blake Griffin, pacing over 50 with Chris Paul. Big ask. Missed on that one. My bad. If I'm setting the tone for conversation, missed at the magnitude of what's being asked out of Donovan Mitchell when the season started. And thus, really no choice to have the success we had last year without the number one defense in the league. And you almost wonder if it has to be the number one defense in the league the way Oklahoma City's is right now. Oklahoma City's defense is two points better than anyone else in the league. Interesting. Nothing quite like waking up in the morning and being and seeing your name as what is evidently going to be the theme of a morning show and a comment you made. I don't even know when I said it. It's true. I just don't know when I said it. I'll explain that coming up. Have you heard of Homie? Homie's mission is to save customers thousands in commission when you buy or sell a home by utilizing technology to make the process efficient with a team of agents to make the process easy. How do they do this? Homie charges a low flat fee so you don't have to pay high commissions when you sell. Homie can sell any priced home for the same cost of $199 to list and $1,299 to close. On average, Homie customers save over $10,000. They recently sold a million-dollar home and saved the homeowner $60,000. But Homie actually seems like it's just this, like, okay, impersonal thing. That's not true. Here are some of the people of Homie. I know it's known for its software and its app, but they have a whole team of licensed realtors, attorneys to help you through the entire process. Jack Hanley, one of Homie's experienced agents, VP of real estate operations at Homie. He worked at a large brokerage firm, actually Berkshire Hathaway, prior to coming to Homie. Got his undergraduate at Yale, law degree from the University of Virginia. Pretty good place. Champion grappler and cryptocurrency buff. Jack joined the company because he knew disruption was coming to real estate. His current business model, his commission structure had to change. And that's what brought Jack Hanley to Homie. He's one of the people of Homie. Find out about Homie yourself. You can give yourself $100 off a listing of $199. You can list your home or search for homes at Homie.com. Use the promo code LOCK. That's Homie.com. Use the promo code LOCK. So I woke up this morning and on my lovely little Twitter thing, which probably should get rid of once again. Did it for like a whole year, got rid of it, then like handled it for a few years. I wonder if I need to. I'm wondering after listening to myself on yesterday's show whether or not um, too influenced by the the vocal voices that are not representative of the fan base. There's so many good people on it and so many good things going on um, that I feel like I don't want to like lose out on it. But with that said, anyway, David James tweets out this morning. 
David Locke said it'll be a battle for the Jazz to make the playoffs. How surprising is this? And I was like, oh, great. So that's the talk show. All right, let's just do this really, really, really basically. First thing is last last year we won 48 games and the last team out won 46, so it was a battle to make the playoffs a year ago. Again, I thought we could be at 50 this year, and I still think we can, actually, if you look at the road to 52. But who's not a playoff? Denver and the Clippers both last night is the night you have to just decide, I'm in completely on who they are. OKC's defense is so great, you're in – I mean, they're two points better than the rest of the league. Until that changes, you got to be in on them. Warriors, you're in. Okay? So those four are playoff teams. You've got to now tell me, of the next ten teams, six of them that you know are not going to be playoff teams unless it's for it not to be a tussle for the Jazz to get in the playoffs. Right? That's what I said. David Locke said it'll be a battle, a battle for the Jazz to make the playoffs. All right, if you've got to find me six teams of the following that are not going to make the playoffs. Lakers? Right. Memphis? Maybe. 13-9, and 6-4 and four in their last 10. Injury possibilities. Like, if you told me you just weren't buying Memphis yet, Pretty good. Beat us two out of three. But I'd go with it. Okay. Portland. Losers of seven of ten. Schedule's gotten tough. Number three seed last year. I'm not sure that I'm going to let you just take them off. Dallas. Nine and two at home. Two and eight on the road. Eight and ten in their last. You're still not buying on Dallas. Maybe. Pretty good, though. All right, but I'll go with you. Sacramento. Okay? Take them off. Too much insert. Ter- Minnesota. 12 and 12, 7 and 3 in their last 10. Playing way better since the Jimmy Butler trade. No way. New Orleans. A little concerned about my New Orleans Pelicans. Lost last night, 3 and 10 on the road, 4 and 6 overall. Still have Anthony Davis. Not quite ready. Let's. Let's. I'm not willing to count them out. You can do it. I'm not willing to. San Antonio. 11 and 12, 4 and 6 in their last 10, 4 and 8 on the road, terrible defensive team. See, here's the thing on San Antonio prepping them for for today's game. They are terrible defensively. There's no way they're staying terribly defensive. I had the funniest Greg Popovich dream last night. I had the total dream we got into it. Um, they're 27 in the league defensively. There's no way they're staying that bad. No way. Houston, 11 and 12, 5 and 5 in the last 10. Another bad loss last night to Minnesota. 6 and 7 on the road. You really counting them out of the playoffs? So, if you're going to decide that the Jazz are not in a battle for the make the playoffs, you have to decide that all three of those teams I just mentioned are non playoff teams Pelicans, Spurs, Rockets, or Timberwolves. If you think any of those are a playoff team, then we're in for a tussle. Because Denver's in, Clippers are in, Thunder are in, Warriors are in, Lakers are in. Feels like it. 10-6 and six in the conference. Pretty impressive. Thir- 10 row games, 5-5. Five and five. They're in. LeBron's got it going. 
Okay, that's five. Your Jazz is your six. Now you have to eliminate all but the following two. Portland, Dallas, Sacramento, Minnesota, New Orleans, San Antonio, or Houston. You got to eliminate five of those seven or else it's a battle. Like it's a battle. Gonna have to be really, really good the rest of the way to make the playoffs. There are 14 playoff caliber teams in the Western Conference. Sacramento may fade out due to turmoil, but they're pretty good. Got to start winning at home, doing it tonight against the Spurs. That is Locked on Jazz. Have a great day. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks very much for tuning in. Locked on NBA should be a good one this week as well. Uh, Catch it. Sam Amick, Ben Golliver will join the guys throughout the week. Trevor Booker will probably join me on Thursday. Talk to you soon.